You are listening to a Nerd Room Podcast, a member of the Star Wars Commonwealth Podcast Network. Be sure to check out more from the Star Wars Commonwealth on the web at StarWarsCommonwealth.com and take your first steps into a larger world. Hey everyone and welcome to Nerd. We talk all things Star Wars, Marvel, and DC. This episode number 214, we're discussing the brand new comic book movie Slate and action figures we think should be made. I'm one of your hosts, Tim. I'm Troy. I'm Carlos. And I'm Sanjay. He is. Is that right? Am I? What's Always going a pleasure on? <laughs> to have you, you guys. guys? <laughs> he's, he's got a blurred background here, like we're not supposed to see what's behind him, and he's covering something up here. <laughs> Bunch of nudes of Henry Cavill as Superman. That's it, man. That's it. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Nerd Room. We are off to a wicked start here. Multiple tangents coming out of Sanjay's space, but gentlemen, it's been a trying week for myself, and I appreciate everyone getting at the mics here. And talking about some comic book movies, what the new slate looks like for Marvel, for DC, for Sony, for everyone. And then we're also going to be talking about action figures. We had a ton of fun a couple episodes ago looking back at action figures, everything from our childhood. And we're going to spin this on our head a little bit. And we're going to look forward into action figures that we want made. That If we were working for Hasbro, if we were working for McFarlane, what would we be putting forward to be made, produced, and put on those pegs. So we're going to have some fun throwing that around the table. And we encourage you guys also to get in on the fun. Tag us with what you want to be, what figures you want to see on the pegs in the coming years from both Stars Marvel, DC, and beyond. But gentlemen, like we always do at the top of these episodes, we've got to get into our Weeks in Nerd. It's been an exciting few weeks. Last week we reviewed... Birds of Prey, DC's eighth film entry into the DC Extended Universe. We had a blast reviewing that. You know, pretty reasonable recommendations across the board-ish, almost, almost all the way across. One hole, though. (laughs) Not going to mention names, but he rhymes with boy. (laughs) (laughs) But go check that out if you've seen the movie. And if not, go check that movie out. It's up for digital download and all that. And check out our review. You know, it's uh, it's it's in my opinion here. It's it's worth that money. Uh, rentals coming out in a few weeks, so if you want to sit out for that, but make sure you go check out our review once you've digested that film. Harley Quinn's big front-running action film. It's 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 an actual blast, guys. But we got to kick this whole thing off, guys. We got to kick it off with our weeks in nerd. You know, it's been a it's been an interesting few weeks, that's for sure, and it's been about a bit of rediscovery for myself. I've had a chance to go back and look at things, and a chance to revisit new things that have come out here, especially with regards to the Rise of Skywalker. But right now, guys, this isn't about my week in nerd. This is going to be about yours because I really, really need to consume and hear what you guys are doing new, what you guys are doing different as everything evolves in and around us. And I'm going to throw this around the table, you know. Carlos, my dude, Troy, Sanjay, always a pleasure, and I can't wait to hear what you guys have to say. But I'm gonna throw it to Troy first here, man. What have you been doing yeah. over the last week or so? We skipped out our weekend nerds, so we kind of got two weeks to fill here. So what's been mm-hmm. going on with you? Yeah, man. You know what? For the longest time, it's been kind of slow. Um, I haven't really been out there on the hunt, of course. But 
I gotta say, everything kicked off with Sonny, my dude. He sent us those um, gorgeous steelbooks from Star oh. Wars: Rise of Skywalker. This might be my favorite looking steelbook, man, out of all of them. Yeah, I mean, boy. this I one and the Kylo Ren for Force. This is oh, this is gorgeous. So, Sonny, much appreciated. Um, I've yet to watch no the problem. film yet, but actually talking to uh, to Timbo here um, off air. Now that I, I hear about that, recommend for the um, the behind the scenes. I definitely yeah. want to check that out. I'm super, super excited for that. Um, so, yeah, so Sunny kicked off with that. So I got that in the mail. And then also in the mail that day arrived, um, like, a huge stack of comics from my my comic shop, um, Alpha Comics there. So huge shout-out to those guys for coming through. I got to just digest so much good stuff, man, from Thor 4 to oh. all the Spider-Man stuff, um, the recent Nightwing run, Batman. Oh, Batman is fire right now. It's it's something else. Venom. I finished the first um the first uh volume of Venom by uh Donnie Cates, which was which is cool. Like I'm not the biggest Venom guy, but this book put me on. Super excited about that. I finally got to um even watch or not watch, read uh Grab's recommendation, uh The Astonishing Ant-Man by um Nick Spencer. Oh, Nick Spencer, so I, I read that right. That yeah, Nick Spencer yeah. did that one. And it's it's funny because the stuff that I like in that book is what makes me not like the stuff in the Spider-Man book, if that makes any sense. So so Nick Spencer is writing Spider-Man right now, and what he does in Ant-Man's cool. It's a lot of the team-ups. It's a lot of these C-list villains that you've yeah. never even heard of. But everything's a joke. Like, every page, every panel is a joke, which is fine for Ant-Man. But I see Nick Spencer does the exact same thing with Spider-Man. And Spider-Man's kind of a comedic guy, but when you have a fight going on and J. Jonah Jameson, Spider-Man, and, like, a random person on the street are all cracking jokes... It just takes me out of the book a little bit. So it works in some books and not others. But anyways, um, yeah, I really like what he's done with that book with the Sanshin um, Ant-Man. And I also I also got my hands on the uh, the Taskmaster. So Taskmaster uh, Marvel Legends, the, oh, the no Black way. Widow. Yeah. Yeah. So um, there's a there's a buddy of mine that the odd times he'll come through with uh, a couple Marvel Legends, and he messaged me. He's like, "Hey, I got one left here. Do you want it?" And he had the the Red Guardian. I, I didn't want Red Guardian. Tim, you're already good with the Red Guardian. Yeah, yeah. You got him. Yeah. Yeah. So I passed on. So he's like, "Yeah, I'll drop it off." So he dropped off my doorstep, and I, I got this nice looking um, Taskmaster, man. So I'm I'm stoked with the the Black Panther claws and all that stuff. Oh, that's um, a beauty figure. Eh? It's a cool figure, man. It's it's really really nice. I'm excited. I'm excited to see what he can do or she can do on the big screen. Um, and the last thing is I forgot, but I got this figure uh, that I ordered. Is my last attempt on a another bootleg here off eBay. It's a uh, <laughs> it's <laughs> it's the '66 uh, Robin, so the Adam West Robin. And oh, I totally God. forgot that I even got this thing, and it, it took forever to come because it um, you know had a long way to travel. And uh, it arrived in the mail, and it's actually pretty decent. Like I couldn't believe it. I showed it to to Carlos to get his approval, and he's like, "Yeah, it's it's not that bad." So um, got that figure, had some fun with that guy, and um, the the quest continues, man, to hunt down the the perfect Robins. So that's where I'm at right now with my uh, my collecting. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> you got to look in the mirror, Troy. <laughs> ah, <laughs> you, you call me a dick. <laughs> no, brilliant man uh, that sounds uh pretty epic you know it's it's really interesting listen to that is that you've you've found a really decent way to manage yourself through everything that's going on and and still consume comic books film getting that get that plastic here and there man that's amazing yeah. absolutely amazing yeah yeah it's been, it's been awesome man How yeah about you guys oh carlos yeah let's hear what you got to say the guy's repping a marvel shirt tonight mm. You know, step away yeah. from the bat shirt. So what's been, been going laundry on? Day. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> so what's been going on with you, man? Yeah, you know, 
it was a it was an all right couple of weeks in nerd. Um, this week was definitely slower than the week before. Um, but as far as like media stuff, I watched Once Upon a Deadpool for the first time. So okay. wanted to show my youngest Deadpool, and that's the most <laughs> appropriate way to do it. And you know what? I liked it significantly better than oh wow. The, conventional deadpool 2 like really i i thought deadpool 2 was kind of a this is our greatest hits just on volume 11 and i I didn't love it uh whereas this because it was so much more restrained and stripped down um i I thought the movie was a lot more digestible it flowed uh, a lot uh a lot faster it was pretty lean and even my wife thought it was kind of the better of the two versions of deadpool 2 so um yeah that was a certainly a pleasant surprise and it it sold me on the prospect of like a PG thirteen Deadpool existing cool. in the MCU. So yeah, I went from like done with all things Deadpool to being back on side with the with the character, and then uh, with you know being being stuck at home, fired up some old games on the PS four, and my <laughs> girls are just like gobbling up Battlefront two of all things. Yeah, I don't yes, know what the are. deal is, <laughs> but. Uh, yeah, like that's amazing. All weekend, that's the only thing that was getting played, and we went from basically spawning and dying, spawning and dying, to me being able to go through Luke Skywalker for a good five ten minutes. Yeah, bust Feels guys good. down. Yeah, the kid running around in the ATST, just poaching people from all over the place, and yeah, it's <laughs> it's ridiculous. But uh, yeah, it was kind of nice to just pull that one off of the library on the uh, on the console and. Get some Star Wars action going. Ah, it's amazing. Yeah, like comics. Uh, I've been reading Chip Zdarsky's Daredevil. I I kind of checked out in the Mark Wade Charles Soule era. Just wasn't hitting Matt the way I liked him to be hit. And then I heard really good things about the Zdarsky run, so I decided to dip in before all the comic stores shut down. And um, phenomenal. I love it. Like he's got the perfect voice for Daredevil. It's all those things that uh, I love about the character and make him unique brought to the forefront like every issue is rife with catholic guilt so that speaks to me quite a bit and uh <laughs> yeah it, it's one of the best things i've read in a nice. long time so that that one gets a high recommend for me and then uh one of the cool things i got um, my comic store hooked me up with was uh one of the other customers there he's a legend in the comic collecting field here in the city and gets tons of cool stuff and He's a Wednesday warrior, as am I. I'm always salivating over the stuff he brings in. But he was bringing in these artifact edition books um, or these artist edition books. And what they are is they're books done by IDW and Graffiti Designs does the DC ones, I guess. And um, they're high-res pages of the original art uh, that were submitted by the artists. So unadulterated, they're basically like perfect copies of the the blue line pages and you see all the corrections and the white out and everything else. But one of the ones he passed on was a artifact edition of John Romita's Spider-Man. So the artist editions, they do full issues but with this artifact edition. They could only poach the pages that they could find from all these um, key issues and whatnot. So uh, I, I decided to jump on that one just to check it out. And cause he was passing and it is one of the coolest things I own. Like, it's basically as close as a guy like me could ever get to owning a piece of John Romita's art. Like the pages are huge too. Cause he used to draw on these like two foot by like a foot and a half pages. So like I have nowhere to put this book, but uh, yeah, I, I sent Troy a bunch of pictures of it and it's, it's wild. Like That's there's awesome. all these 
all these notes in the margins from Stan Lee, like giving them crap for not doing things properly and like whiteout <laughs> marks and changes and revisions. And um, a few of the pages have notes for the people that he gifted the pages to that were gracious enough to loan them to IDW to put this book together. And I don't know, there's a handful of replacement pages, but I, I really dig it. It's a super cool thing. So um, yeah, that was kind of the, the crown of my weekend nerd was that that's, that's awesome, man. A little, a little piece of history you got there. Yeah. Um, That's what it feels like. You know, man, I opened that book and it felt like standing in front of those pages at that uh, display in Edmonton. Oh yeah. That was awesome. That Marvel display. Yeah. Yeah. That's, uh, that's what it totally felt like to me. So it was just wild. Absolutely incredible. I love, I love that your family is really starting to pick up on star Wars too, man. It, uh, <laughs> that burning desire you got, you got you through the Mando no Battlefront 2 what's next man I feel like there's going to be some action figures in your future <laughs> oh, I, I gotta admit like that uh, Black Series Beskar Mando I gotta get my hands on one of those like oh yeah it's just We're, too cool man so cool we're gonna be yeah. talking about a few of the reviews that actually came out on hasbro's fan appreciation day they did some big reveals here that maybe were slated for a, co- a convention of sorts that has now been canceled but we get to see some of these figs early for that that summer release so we're gonna get into that and we're definitely gonna get carlos hooked up with at least one of these best mandos for sure <laughs> Oh, totally. I'll just be like, hey, it's Maxwell Lord. You can just fit in your collection. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right, Sonny, my dude, what is going on? Yeah, Weird as ever. Tell me what's been going on here, Weekend Nerd. Saving the worst for last. I appreciate that. Hey, um, I'm going last. What are, what... <laughs> Saving the worst for second last. Uh, what's going on? Um, well, today I got a new pimple on my forehead, so that's kind of new in quarantine. <laughs> there it is man um, keeping besides, that weirdness besides breaking out um geez what what's going on um well i'm rereading uh green arrow uh from the 80s uh the mike grell um i want to say mark giordano but it's not mark uh i think dick it's dick giordano. giordano yeah yeah just too much of the flames here um man that's a, such a good book i've only read like six issues and like i've read it like maybe like a couple years ago but i never finished it Man, this run is fantastic. Like he tackles controversial subjects that if this book came out today, it would be controversial. And this book came out in like '86 or '85, so man, it's good stuff. Um, definitely for mature readers, um, but I, I love it. Um, besides that, um, I watched a new horror film. You know, I've spent a lot of time watching movies. It's a Polish film. And it's a horror film slash musical slash romance. Makes sense. And it's about two. Yeah, yeah, it's good. It's about two mermaids who join a burlesque show in uh, 1980s Warsaw. And oh, sorry, it's, you said uh, Polish or Polish? Polish. <laughs> you know, I'm going back to my roots. You know, you may not know this, but I am part Polish. And uh, it was good, man. I really enjoyed that film. Uh, the Mermaids, it, you know, Disney's doing a live action Little Mermaid. I don't think they'll take anything from this film, but uh, you never know. So, uh, <laughs> so answer me this, Sanjay. Out of the 2,200 yeah. movies that you own, how did you land on this as being your Saturday night flick? Oh, yeah, and it's called The Lure. Um, I picked it up a little while ago from the Criterion Collection. So Criterion is like a film company that they put out like the best of the best, like movies from all around the world, okay. some of the best films ever. And they like um, 
they they uh, they make the film look really nice. They improve the sound quality, the picture quality, and there's a lot of films that are like small indie films that you never would know about unless they were in the Criterion Collection. And a little while ago, you know, these movies are really expensive too. They're like 50 bucks for one. And a little while ago, they had like a 50% off sale. So I picked this one up on the 50% off sale. So it was, you know, a pretty good deal. And I just had it sitting around and, you know, I kept asking my wife to watch it. And she's like, you know, this, this might be one where you just watch by yourself. <laughs> so, um, you know, I just put it on. I had, I had the free evening and I loved it, man. It was some good stuff. Um, besides that, you know, I've been, tr- I've been really getting back into like pro wrestling. Um, WrestleMania was this weekend. I didn't get it, but I was following like the results online. Mm-hmm. And I then I was too. like, you know, yeah, yeah. Right. So I was like, man, I feel like I should watch like something. So I picked up a long time ago, the first 20 WrestleManias on DVD for like stupid cheap, like five bucks a set. And if you go online, they're like a hundred bucks a set at least. And so I got like a great deal on them. So I threw in WrestleMania X7, the one with uh, Austin and The Rock and that uh, main event. It. And people say it's the best WrestleMania of all time. And man, it was really good. And I was like, man, like I could I could probably get back into pro wrestling. So I'm dipping my toe back into that. You know, all my favorite wrestlers have all retired. So I have no idea who to cheer for. I'm like, is Bret Hart still wrestling? Is Shawn Michaels still wrestling? Shawn I Michaels. Think, uh... <laughs> <laughs> so, Sonny, let me tell you this. So I was doing a, I was doing a little digging on the weekend because I used okay. to be a huge wrestling fan too. And I was like, I was contemplating actually buying WrestleMania just for having something to oh, watch, yeah. right? Uh, right. But I did find it. So they had the WWE Network, right? You can get a month right. free right now. Really? Yeah. So it's just through. I don't know if it's through your provider or who it's through. Uh, they have an app and all that stuff. So you get a month free and it's got like all kinds of stuff on there. And so yeah, if, if you're going to dip, dip that way, cause they've got crazy stuff on there. Everything oh, from man. like Monday I night totally wars will. through to like, aggre- yeah. like ruthless aggression stuff and all that. Uh, and they've got some action figure stuff on there from two guys I listened to actually on their podcast. So nice. it's, uh, if you're going to go that direction, that's maybe the way to go. Yeah, totally, man. And, um, you know, I think like, I don't know how it works cause Back in the day, you had to get the pay-per-view, but I think if you're subscribed to yep. the network, you get the pay-per-views for free. That's right. Like it, it, oh, okay. It's part of Shit, it, yeah. man. Okay, well, maybe I'll do that, and then I can like watch WrestleMania. So, it, And yeah. it's not like you know terribly expensive per month, so that and might be something I might something like that, I think. That's a, a little pricey, so we'll have to see. But I, I can't I'm going to have remember. to cut something else. History Channel's gone. Food mm. Network's gone. Got to make room for the wrestling channel. Let's just put this in perspective. Disney Plus, if you buy a year, is like $7 a month. <laughs> yeah, but there's no wrestling. That's true, but there's a lot of stuff on there. <laughs> <laughs> I got to watch that Goofy movie. It's the uh, oh, 25th anniversary today. Powerline, baby. Man, it's, it's been like 20 years since I've seen that movie. So I think we need years. to do like a rewatch or like a, like a retrospective series yeah. of like Disney classic animated movies. Well, it's crazy. You remember when we thought we we're gonna have all this time to do all these retrospectives during all this, and we've like, oh, I've had yeah. no time to do anything. <laughs> <laughs> we're doing the uh, even... Polish horror retrospective. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of Disney Plus, guys, a, uh, I had an opportunity to actually watch Onward this weekend. It, it dropped nice. on a Disney Plus this past weekend. We've been doing a Sunday night movie night, Wonderful World of Disney style type thing that used to be on CBC here in Canada. Love it. And I have to say, it's it's a 
great film. It plays super hard into that kind of Lord of the Rings type of lore stuff. And it's it's very emotional at parts. It's well written, well done. Chris Pat and Tom Holland, MCU alum, they do great lending their voices to the two main characters. It's a really really great movie. My daughter quite enjoyed it. Um, she dipped in and out of it. Some of it isn't. It's not like that. I wouldn't say it's that true Monsters Inc. Toy Story type of Pixar film. At least yet. Like when I watched it, I, I felt myself stepping back and reflecting, and saying it just didn't feel that Pixar. It feels more like a Disney Studios animation as opposed to a Pixar. I don't know why, and that's not a criticism on the film. It just, there's something about it that just didn't feel exactly Pixar. But nonetheless, it's absolutely fantastic. It's a high recommend, especially with this thing dropping onto Disney Plus months and months in advance. Uh, it's it's definitely, definitely worth the watch. And uh, like you, Troy, man, I, uh, I got that steelbook from Sonny beautiful steelbook i agree with you this thing bookends that sequel trilogy of steelbooks beautifully i love it yeah and uh, i had an opportunity like you mentioned here i watched the it's about a two-hour documentary on the the making of the rise of skywalker and i will say no matter what your opinion of the rise of skywalker i recommend you watch this because it dispels any sort of idea thought rumor whatever that this movie was kind of thrown together at the last minute. The effort that went into the sets, the dressings, the actors, every aspect, even the story, even if you guys didn't like the story, the thought process that went into constructing all this with both Chris Terrio and J.J. Abrams, they're both quite heavily featured in it. They, it just shows me that like it was, you know, well handled in the context of the creation of it, you can argue one way or another. I'm a personally a big, big fan of the rise of Skywalker and this documentary just really expanded it for me. It, it put a lot of things into perspective. I absolutely loved it. I will throw back to, to the last Jedi. They have a really, really fantastic documentary. Star Wars has always been very, very good at chronicling the making of their films, their universe. And this is just another great piece onto this like humongous library of making of how things were constructed even down to there's a scene and you guys will know this uh there's a scene with john williams in there and there's very 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 specific set dressings they did with his scene i'm not going to spoil it because it's just a great revelation when you see it but just goes to show the care and the trust that was put into this film and it's it's un it's unreal. Watch the documentary on the rise of Skywalker. It is a for sure for sure. And then I dip back into the movie. And I gotta say, guys, this movie is a blast, ton of fun. I I said this on a review, and I maintain this through. This is my set only second time watching it. I only saw it once in theaters, and it's great. I just love all of it. And I don't know if I was coming off a bit of the shine of the documentary, but holy, like it's it's just really really. Star Wars. It's that a Star Wars experience I was searching for, and second viewing, I just hit it again. So I, I'd say again and again, get out there and rewatch Rise of Skywalker. It is it is a Star Wars film in my opinion. Nice. And then uh, oh. yeah, yeah, you got to get into it, guys, for sure. And then uh, on the comic side of things, so again, I've been having a real struggle here with with everything that's going on with work and all this. And but I did have some time to finally sit down and read Undiscovered Country at the recommendation here of, of Carlos. 
And I got to say, man, you're two for two. Two for two. I freaking love this book. (laughs) It uh, Again, it's a diversion away from kind of my very strict Marvel pull list. But it's another book I read at, at, this is at Grab's recommendation, on the um, Image Comics website, you're able to read the first number one issue of every single comic they have. And so I went there and I read the first issue and it was like, yep, I'm in. It's a great story. You know, Carlos, you chronicled it a bit a few weeks ago. So go back and check that out. But it's 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 just a lot of, it's good storytelling. Charles Soule and Tom King, you know, two guys that, that were constantly raving about on the podcast here. Scott Snyder. Scott Snyder, sorry, writer. Tom King. Yeah, I got the, I knew he was a bat writer. <laughs> but, You're reading um, a Tom King book though with Strange Adventures. I am, so. that's okay. That's where the Tom King yeah. thing came from in my head. But I just uh, yeah. gotta get you on the Batman book now and then I'll, I'll have the crown. <laughs> To be honest, we've been with you, trying, man, Carlos. We've been trying for years. For years, <laughs> for years. But now I've got, uh, I've got two. I've got Tom. I've got two Batman writers here. Um, two new books, and I'm really enjoying. And so uh, maybe that's maybe that's next on the list. Who knows? I still got to get to Philadelphia grabs. I know he's been bugging me to read this, and it's. I promise you, it's next on the list. So um, yeah, that was kind of my weekend nerd. Other than my daughter and I did a little bit of. Um, so I listen to this podcast, just going back to the wrestling a little bit, called the Major Wrestling Figure Podcast, and they're two fantastic. They're wrestlers. They're huge figure fans and all this, and they have this thing called fig baths where they basically put figures into and they kind of wash them up after they bought them off eBay or whatever, right? And so we, uh, my daughter and I did uh, some fig baths on my vintage Star Wars figures, so I got them all cleaned up and washed up because I've now got them displayed here in the nerd room. Uh, I did some moving around, and I was able to free up one of those acrylic risers and so i've got my vintage vintage display finally there and the room will be completed guys this weekend uh, so cool. i will have some pictures up i will have potentially a video up here in the very short term but i've been able to finally get everything organized and i'm happy with the way it is so we are near completion i can't wait to get you guys in the room to see this sometime down the road here uh it's 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 i'm super pleased with the way it's turned out can't nice. wait man yeah, yeah so. I can't wait to see it. It looks good in the little uh, Skype video you have there. Yeah, right. <laughs> All this. It's, it's funny. <laughs> I, was, I was telling the guys, um, <laughs> it's. I uh, Not a lot of people at work know that I'm this big of a fan. Like, people know that I'm a fan and all that. And so I do a lot of video conferencing from down here for work. And I was telling them I have to, like, turn my computer a certain way because I just don't want people's first exposure to me, like, at work especially, because I have, like, a, you know, you have a certain person or a certain role that you fill and i don't want the first exposure to be like bam this giant star is just in the background <laughs> you should wear a stormtrooper helmet before the meeting starts <laughs> well it's funny because i wear star shirts to work and i wear the star shirts and marvel shirts and the video conferences and all that um for work now because I'm not in an office so people have always had kind of this inclination of of that but not to this level so i'm slowly slowly turning my camera as as time goes so it's kind of just like <laughs> so oh, he has some action figures okay that's interesting Ooh, okay there's a giant wall of that. <laughs> that's funny so, i'm on the opposite end of the spectrum because our first video conference was last thursday and when we did the round table i was just like God, you are lucky that I'm surrounded by all this cool Batman stuff because yeah. <laughs> this was the most horrible meeting we've had in a long time. <laughs> Tons of terrible things dropped on us. Oh, man, it's brutal. Yeah. It's brutal. Well, that's the thing that makes me happy about having kind of this, this weekend nerd that we always do is that even with 
this, that, and the other thing, we're always able to find something to distract us from real life. And that's really what this podcast is about. And that's really what we're going to talk about later on when it comes to action figures and all this. It's like, this is escapism, right? And this is what this is podcast has always been all about is that little escapism to, to the safe place that we call the nerd room. So um, let's, let's get into it with all that, guys. It was a fantastic week in nerd around the table. It, it's again, I love the diversity of what we're all doing here. And, uh, but let's talk about some comic book movies here. You know, this is a huge focus of the podcast and we're seeing as things evolve, we're seeing that whole slate evolve. We have our, uh, our yearly and Carlos's first shot at this, this year, our yearly box office fantasy pool. And this year, <laughs> you know, you go back a couple months, not even a couple months, six weeks ago, giving Carlos a hard time here about, you know, Onward and Birds of Prey not doing so well. Well, it turns out that those two movies may or may not push him over the line <laughs> because it looks like everything in 2020 has now shifted to dates in 2021. That includes most of the, the Marvel movies have all shifted by a date or two. We've got Wonder Woman 84 that's been pushed here, Ghostbusters, everything. So let's let's break some of this down, guys. We've got most of this now over the last week or so about the changing slate. So we'll start with Wonder Woman 84. Now, we, we talked about this briefly a few weeks ago, and it's been moved to August of 2020. And the two big films for this year were Wonder Woman and Black Widow. We now have an official new release date after it was indefinitely postponed a few weeks ago of November 6, 2020. So hopefully, fingers crossed, guys, we still get those two big major heroin films in this year. So Wonder Woman, August, Black Widow, November, Troy Man. What does, sure. this, what does this do for your hype level for comic book movies now seeing these movies shifted towards the latter part of the year and we're losing things like Eternals is now February of next year, Morbius March of next year, Doc Strange 2 is November. That means that Thor Love and Thunder has been pushed out to 2022. There's some indecision here about where Spider-Man lies. That's supposed to be July of next year. That date I don't think has changed. But how is this kind of changing slate here with regards to the films you know, even like Shang-Chi is now May of next year. So this changing landscape, what does it do, do for your anticipation for both One Woman 84 and Black Widow? And also kind of are you sad to see Eternals pushed out a year? Um, well, it keeps me uh, it keeps me excited still. You know, I'm still I still got that hunger for uh, for Wonder Woman 84. So my anticipation levels just actually just risen, if anything. Uh, same to go as for, for Black Widow, obviously. Eternals, I couldn't really care less because I've never really been excited for that movie or the or the property in the first place. So that's fine by me. That could be that could be on uh, like New Mutants terms for my. my Ooh, but, man. But um, no, um, it, yeah, nothing's really changed. I mean, it's unfortunate. It's just a bummer, you know. Like um, yeah. I've never really really been big into the uh, the Sony verse quite yet when it comes to like everything from Venom moving forward. But I, I'm a little bummed about Morbius because yeah. that trailer man was kind of cool. So I actually really did have some high hopes for Morbius. I'm glad Venom looks like it's still sticking around. So um, hopefully that movie wins me over the second time around. So I am still pumped for that. Um, was there another superhero movie that got New Mutants? That's 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 another one that's been pushed probably to um. Never Disney Plus something, eh? <laughs> yeah. never. I, it's yeah. probably gonna go straight to VOD. It's has but I gotta to say, at I, this point. I, yeah, it has to. But you know, um, I don't know if it's because like 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 Magic is 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 one of my favorite X Men, and um, especially as of recently in, the, in these books coming up, and that trailer showed her do some pretty cool stuff. 
that I never really paid attention to. So now I'm kind of a little bummed because I'm like, man, I really want to see her in action because magic is just so cool. I think we saw the sword in that trailer and everything. So that kind of dampers my mood a little bit. I got to give it to that. I think so. the thing with New Mutants on VOD is that there's an existing deal between Fox and like HBO for yeah. distribution of their movies oh. and so that's what's jamming it up so i don't know if right. hbo wants to just buy the distribution off disney or disney wants to get rid of it i don't know yeah but yeah I that's why, you. You think I, disney's, no disney's not paying fox or no distribute or h or whoever it is for any distribution no. rights for that movie <laughs> no, no. <laughs> no i am i mean hbo buy it right? yeah it's and they cool. probably should yeah. at this point I yeah. still, otherwise it's never gonna see the light of day <laughs> yeah yeah, no oh, doubt. It's like a um, mythical film. As, as some of the merchandise too was kind of a you know I like as much as I I, I trashed on Eternals, I would have liked to see what kind of uh, plastic was coming out yeah. of this movie. I did want to get my hands on a couple of those figures at least. You know, from the designs look pretty cool, pretty neat at least in plastic form. I can only imagine what they look like. So yeah, I guess well, I have to wait another year. That's going to be an interesting thing about all this is, and I, Carlos, you made reference to this a couple of weeks ago is that, you know, now that we've got our hands on some of these Black Widow figures is what does that do for that end of things is like, are they going to re-release this wave? Are they going to push, I guess, have to push Eternals out to at least early part of 2020 and late part of 2020. And so this shifts everything around. So there's going to be a gap in figures here if they're trying to time these with release windows. Because Eternals was supposed to come out in November, and so you're looking at late summer, early fall for your figure releases. You know, is that still going to happen? So it's interesting to see how that space evolves as these windows shift. We're going to see, you know, that plastic shift with it, and we're not going to see the same pace that maybe we've seen in previous years with regards to Marvel Legends releases and all that. So it's going to be interesting to see how this falls, Carlos. I know, I know you've. Your family's been waiting for forever to see Wonder Woman 84. It's nice to have Black Widow slotted for November very late in the year. Hopefully the theaters are back opened here. But how are you feeling about those two shifting around a little bit? And also, you know, Morbius, Shang-Chi, everything kind of shifting out a little bit. You know, Ghostbusters Afterlife, something I was very excited about. We're not going to see that till March of next year. Yeah, it's a shame to see Ghostbusters shift out. Uh, Shang-Chi as well. Like, I've always kind of liked those street-level type characters. Uh, a bit more i'm kind of same page as troy with eternals it's like uh, <laughs> it, it's whatever it's like the poor man's new god so yeah. i see it i see it but um yeah like wonder woman is the one that's really frustrating for me because we could have we could have been watching on dvd right now right yeah if they had kept that initial release date and you know, uh, current circumstances notwithstanding it was a smart move like get it out of that space between Elsa and Ray, and give it mm -hmm. like a wide berth in June. But who, who could have predicted this would happen? But, yeah, never. Um, yeah, and for it to get pushed again is frustrating. It, it's funny you talk about the figures coming out. I know Doritos has started their com campaign with Wonder Woman, so I've seen pictures of like the Wonder Woman Dorito bags and stuff <laughs> like that. So, yeah. What do you think the flavors are? Like cheetah flavored or something? <laughs> <laughs> like, ah. They should. They should replace. Chester with Barbara Ann on the Cheetos packages. Yeah, they yeah right. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe have a team up with Tiger King and Cheetah. <laughs> Tiger King. That's, that's a hot brand right now, so why not? Right, right. Strike while the iron's hot. Bring him, yeah. bring him on board. Yeah, I don't want to admit how much time I've devoted to that series and not reading comic books, but it's way too much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Sonny, so, my dude, know, with, 
Oh, sorry. Wait and see. Yeah. Just wait and see, I guess. Yeah, I think I think that's that's pretty much it here, Sunny man. What, how are you feeling about these shifting dates? You know, we're not we're not going to get to see Sing Two until December of next year. Jungle Cruise, July thirtieth, push one full year. Yeah, man. Like uh, like you said, like not only is this causing chaos in twenty twenty, but twenty twenty one now is in chaos because you look at films that were supposed to come out next year. What what's going to go on with those? Like Batman had just started production, so. Is that going to come out next year? And Suicide Squad, which was slated to come out later next year, finished shooting. So now they're just like, I think James Gunn is working on some post as much as he can while at home. But like that one, I think might actually get pushed up. And maybe Batman will like take Suicide Squad spot. Like I think they'll do like a flippity flop. Um, because who knows? Like Batman needs extra time now and Suicide Squad, which you know thankfully got all its filming done under the wire um yeah i think that can that'll be the switch because that's going to be another big one for next year and then as you said like everything gets pushed out and then now 2022 stuff is going to get pushed out and like now that thor is in 2022 other films are going to have to wonder oh do i really want to go up against thor Mm -hmm. you know so everything is really everything for the next you know this this thing is affecting everything for the next two three years so yeah this well, is going to have far-reaching consequences. For sure. In 2021, you could potentially see, if they get production back on track, you could potentially see two years worth of movies released in a one-year time span. Yeah. And there's major consequences for that. Because even, like, Spider-Man is supposed to come out July 6, 2021. And in that same space now, you have Minions 2 and Jungle Cruise and all the other stuff that was originally slated in there. Those are just the movies that moved into that space. And so everything just gets like you ends up with one weekend and it's just how realistic is that? The thing that I'd like to see come out of a lot of this is pushing movies into territories that you normally don't see them in. And that's why I love seeing Eternals in that February slot. Black Panther had a ton of success in there. And I want to see like, why not throw one of these movies in January of next year? People are going to be clamoring to get back into the theaters. And if we're able to get there, it'd be cool to see some of those movies, those big tentpole movies taking risks. You know, I guess there's hundreds of millions of dollars of losses here that is potential, but let's fill in this space. And so we don't have like July, May, and then October or whatever it normally is, December, where you have these big kind of messes of movies. Let's spread this out to the year. Peter Rabbit too doesn't need to be the only big film in January next year. Big film, it's gonna be huge, man. Gonna be huge. It's gonna be huge. (laughs) But but movies like Peter Rabbit too. I don't think those like once all these massive mega blockbusters find their spots. I think ones like that, The Quiet Place Mm -hmm. too. Yeah, they're gonna get squeezed right out of that theatrical window. They will. Like even things like Top Gun has moved now. Like everything is is moving around. Every big movie of this year has been pushed out at a minimum of six months. Some of them up to a year. Like, by the time Jungle Cruise comes out, I know it's not a huge focus of ours, but that movie will have been done and dusted for, like, two years yeah. before it well, hits Well, that was, theaters. like, Aquaman. Aquaman was done and dusted for, like, what, a year and a half, two years before it finally came out. No. It just sat on a shelf for, like, a year. So, Same with Dark Phoenix. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Yeah. New Mutants has been on the shelf for yeah. 10 years, yeah. <laughs> it seems. Yeah. But what the, what's the Oscars going to do if, if, like, the next, you know, whatever months... Are we going to see a potential like Sonic nominated for Best Picture? Yeah, it's going to be Birds of Prey, uh, Sonic, and Onward. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Onward, right. Best Animated Feature, Margot Robbie. Yeah. Best 
Yeah, she got best actress. Yeah. Well, it's gotta it's gotta keep the uh, the pace of every Joker film winning an Oscar. You saw the back of his head. Exactly, and he's in cartoon form there for a minute. Yeah, Yeah. he's going to get nominated. Best supporting actor, Jared Leto's body double. Yeah, exactly. They're going to be scrambling for stuff, right? Best actor is uh, Tom Holland in Onward. (laughs) Yeah, man, let's let's just put together a movie through Skype, and then we'll get nominated for the Oscars. Yeah, just whatever, man. You get all these Netflix movies. Tiger King nominated for best documentary. (laughs) (laughs) so yeah it's an interesting space to watch to see how this is evolving and it seems very very fluid at this point but i do like that we have a solid date for those two big tentpole movies for this year for wonder woman 84 and black widow and we'll we'll keep tabs on this to see if if this continues to evolve and change but um i'm happy we got our hands on those those pieces of plastic and that uh carlos was able to secure me those black widow figures that may never ever see the light of day again (laughs) oh that was all the misses man that was all the misses. <laughs> yes, it was. It was. Big shout out to her. <laughs> all right, guys, before we talk about some of our own action figures that we want to get made, that we're just, you know, salivating, I want to see this figure on the peg someday, we got to talk about what Hasbro has been doing in the Star Wars space. So they had a fan appreciation reveals on the 6-inch and the Vintage Collection line that was on, I believe, March 31st. And so oh, Sanjay just pieced out as soon as I said Star Wars. He's out. <laughs> it's funny too guys because he's got his he's got his background blurred for some reason on skype like we don't know what he's sitting in front of <laughs> and he's got so the this, snyder cut sitting there yeah he does <laughs> so he just <laughs> yeah, continue, yeah continues to, to to fill that that space of i'm gonna be this odd guy that just blurs my background like the idea is to celebrate what's behind us <laughs> he's got a freaking blurred here but anyways, let's let's talk about some of these uh, these fan appreciation reveals that Hasbro did. I think this is a really cool thing they did. You know, given given circumstances and you know potentially the fact that we're not going to see a lot of conventions this year. I like they went to all the fan sites. So anyone from Jedi News to Star Wars Action News, StarsCollector.com, Yoda News, and all this, and they gave each site a specific figure to reveal that was exclusive to that site. So driving traffic to those sites, which is really great to see. And so we got some really cool reveals here. I'm just going to run down some of these, and then we can discuss, you know, what we like, what we what we want to get here, and what we can't wait to get our hands on. Uh, so first thing that we saw was an Empire Strikes Back Vader. It's a six six inch form. We got a few carbonized figures. We have that carbonized Boba Fett, which woo, looks absolutely fantastic we got another carbonized stormtrooper so this seems to be something that hasbro saw some success with with the release in during the rise of skywalker triple force friday we had the mando we had the jet trooper there was the sith trooper so this is adding to that big collection here we got one that was tailor-made for my good friend carlos here we've got the six inch mandalorian in full beskar gear so a lot of people had an issue getting that first mando from the first couple of episodes that is being re-released here i believe in may but we've got the beskar ammo our beskar armor coming you know we're not going to go into details here exactly what that means because some people haven't seen it but this is something that i know is going to end up on that bat shelf behind you there carlos we've also got a six inch admiral akbar from i believe it must be return of the jedi and what else we got here we got some vintage collection stuff we got a k2so that's coming out and a commander wolf so guys from all these reveals here from everything from vader to these these carbonized oh sorry i missed there's a six inch ewok here tebow from all of that like troy what are you what are you looking at here what really caught your eye 
on these Hasbro fan appreciation reveals? Was it the carbonized Mando or the, sorry, the carbonized Boba Fett stormtrooper? Are you getting into this Beskar armor or is it that Empire Strikes Back Vader, like that 40th anniversary style of Vader? What are you looking at here, man? Yeah, man, the 40th anniversary Vader all day. Um, Empire Strikes, ba- Strikes Back Vader looks pretty decent. It looks like it's a different take than the original release of the Vader yeah. with the removable head that we yeah. had, you know, the Anakin underneath. So it looks like it's just one piece. I'm just looking at it right now. Um, it looks like it has the same kind of mold and buck that we saw in the the Rogue One a new hope Vader that we got uh what two, three years ago. Yeah. It looks similar to that guy, but just a different head sculpt and obviously the the buttons are different going on with uh the Vader gadgets. So no, that one has my interest the most actually. I, I, I love that look. Um I don't care too much it's cool that we're finally getting uh the Ewoks. Like that's that's cool. Mm-hmm. Just because it's a new looking kind of piece. Um Akbar, um didn't we get him we got in a, that dual pack? Yeah TLJ I believe dual pack uh with right. he was just with some random uh first order officer i never picked up that two-pack unfortunately it got pretty cheap cheap and then cheap, i just disappeared one. yeah i waited it out. But, uh, yeah r.i.p to akbar um yeah. <laughs> yeah man no um the the boba fett one looks kind of cool too i'm just i've had my fill of uh of boba fett i think i'm good but um i i like what they've done here i just want to see that that um what do you call it? dagobah um luke. oh yeah dagobah luke yeah yeah i want to see that guy man Want to see that? But either that, no, this looks good. Yeah, what Got about the best, the best Carmando? Um, yeah, that one? Looks, looks great too. I, I am. I, I For might. Me, yes. I, yeah, I mean, yeah, I know. <laughs> that's, that's a must on Carlos's list. I mean, if if he comes up, great. If he doesn't, I'm all good. But um, that would be pretty nice to get my hands on if he if he pops up. Definitely grab him. Yeah, I hear you on that one. I know, and I, I've been bugging you for a while now, Carlos. Tell me, like, put it on onto tape here, onto onto the cast. Are you going to be dipping into the Black Series, six inch Black Series here? Oh, <laughs> I don't want to put it on tape because I think she listens now. But yeah. uh, <laughs> uh, you know what? It's got to happen, Mrs. Goddamn Batman. It's got to happen. <laughs> like this is the way. Like yeah. I gotta have that figure. Yeah. Like he he is awesome, and like I've been poking around. Um, before this announcement, but it, you just can't touch them for a decent price. So, no, not right now. That original um, release, yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah, so he was unattainable, and so yeah, when you blasted that in the DM that this one's coming, it was just like right away. I was looking for a pre-order or something like that. But <laughs> I, my boy told me, "Cool, my jets. Just wait. He'll be the the double packed in the case." And oh yeah, yeah he's be. a great looking fig and the silver. Oof. Yeah, it's it's beauty, absolutely beauty. I'm happy they're doing this. I'm definitely going to be chasing it too. It's something I want to add. I've got all the Mando six inch here, and I could continue with that. We should see at some point here. We should also see the child come out in six inch form. So it's going to be nice to pair those things together. And then I I I do have a couple of these carbonized figures, and I do like what they're doing here. Um, I'm not sure if these are exclusives or not. But it's kind of got this neat wash on it. The box is exclusive, and I do some like some of that exclusivity to it. So I'll likely, if I can find these up north, north of the border here, for a reasonable or retail price, I'll definitely be scooping up the Boba Fett and probably the Stormtrooper here. It's it's kind of an interesting take. Yes, it is a repacks. How many Boba Fetts are we going to get here? But the thing I like about this one is it's done a little different. And it's done kind of a bit more on that exclusive form. Six-inch Admiral Akbar. It's going to be a great fake to add to the to the pile up to the stack here. So definitely going to pull the trigger on this. And I found my space on what I want to do as far as Black Series uh, collecting. This carbonization of, of figures has kind of put a bit of a twist on it because 
seems to be another space they're going to be filling. But uh, yeah, and even the the Ewok, my daughter this weekend when we're doing some of the the, the fig bass in here on the vintage figures, she kept coming and saying, "Oh, can I take this?" So I gave her a whole bunch of Ewoks. So I'll probably have to get her this six inch Ewok as well. She really really likes the kind of that teddy bear look. Um, so again, really playing into me trying to get her really involved in Star Wars, and this just seems like a nice a nice space to fill here. So overall, I think it's these are really really great releases, and I'm happy to see Hasbro continue to put out and get that excitement, build that excitement, and overall you know add to that what will be eventual plastic anxiety as we we all fully chase this Beskar Mando, um, because my goal, Mrs. Goddamn Batman, is to have at least one of these in your house at some point in 2020. <laughs> That's right. Just think of him as Maxwell Lord and it'll be, it'll be just fine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> off against that Eagle armor from McFarland. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so absolutely great stuff there. I, I can't wait. I'm super excited about what's coming out on the star Wars end of things is Hasbro to me just continues, continues to kill it with regards to what they're releasing, the diversity of releases, as well as trying to put new and different spins on things. As you know, this this six inch series has been going on, I believe, since 2014, and we're upwards of 150 plus figures here. And so this line is incredibly deep, but it's really great that we're just starting to touch on things like Ewoks and. You know, we're getting another Vader and they've done something a little different with it. So it's great to see that consistency through the OT, giving us some new stuff with the Mandalorian. And even going back to some of the races that we already know with uh, Kit Fisto and some of the other figures that are coming down the line from that prequel era, from that Clone Wars or Attack of the Clones, I should say, kind of run we got here with Dooku and all that coming out. It's kind of this nice mix, diversity of figures. And I love what they're doing here. And they're continuing to do that with this release. So hats off to Hasbro and what they're doing here. Now, guys, to top this episode off, this will probably be a bit of a shorter episode, but you know, we had so much fun a couple of weeks ago talking about going back into the past. We've had a blast talking about figures even here over the last 10 minutes or so. And what we wanted to do, you know, kind of even leapboarding a bit off of, if you go back to episode 207 before New York Toy Fair, we talked a bit about what we wanted to see revealed at New York Toy Fair, what we think had potential to be revealed, kind of from a realistic standpoint. But now what we're going to do with this episode, as we kind of really cap it off here, is we're going to put ourselves in the driver's seat. We're going to put ourselves as the head of Hasbro, the head of McFarland. What are we going to put on the pegs, guys? What do you want to see on the pegs go for it you know basically we have freedom to do whatever we want in this exercise here we're just going to walk around the table and toss out some ideas discuss things get excited about what potentially could come down the line someday as they run real thin here on mcu legends that have potential you know we've got a million characters in star wars that could continue to do and this mcfarland line is still basically brand new but we're going to put ourselves at the head of the table there and lay out some ideas of what figures we want to see made. This could be from any era, guys. It could be from anywhere. This could be figures maybe even that have been done that we want updated sculpts on. This could be figures that have no business being in a line 
but we want to see them made because they hold a special nostalgic place in our heart. This doesn't have to just be Star Wars, Marvel, and DC. Let's take the Necker route. Let's pull in Ninja Turtles. Let's pull in Star Wars. Let's do whatever. Star Wars, Ghostbusters is what I meant to say. Jurassic Park. You know, we talked about all these franchises a couple weeks ago, but what is that one thing that's missing from the collection? We're just going to do this roundtable, guys. We're going to take this super easy. We're just going to have some fun with it. And you know what? Anyone listening out there, if you have some ideas, let's hear them. At the NerdRM, hit us up on Twitter. We had a great time hearing all the toys that people played with once they listened to the episode a couple weeks ago. And we want to do the same thing here. What do you want on your shelves? What do you want to walk down the aisle and swing, see swinging on the pegs and just get, yes, that plastic anxiety. What do you want to see on the pegs? I'm going to start it off here with Carlos. What universe? Where, where are you sitting here, man? What's the first figure you're going to put in your wave release? I'm going to go uh, Prime Ministers of Canada, actually. You know, some Justin Trudeau head swap. Nice. Bearded. Very colors. Pink Mary. Shit, man. You really took a left turn there. No, sorry. I didn't, I didn't mean to, to, to borrow a page out of Sanjay's book. Oh, Locked man. That was one of those things that's like, is he serious or not? <laughs> this is a, this is a common thing that I do with Sanjay. I can't tell if he's being serious. Yeah. <laughs> no, totally joking. <laughs> um, you know, uh, inspired kind of by what DC does with their designer series, I would love to see uh, like a Marvel Legends, but that really embraces the artist styles from the from the Silver Age. So like a oh, nice. Ramita Kirby. John Bushima style figures like a Bushima Hulk and a Ramita Spider-Man Ooh. and Kirby Fantastic Four. Like, I think that would be incredible, but really embracing the style of the artists, even if it doesn't quite translate into the way modern plastic does with looking cool and slick, but just really focus on nailing that art style first. I think that could be kind of special and something be that amazing. would be different in the Marvel space. So oh, yeah, I that really was like that, man. Came up. Yeah, thanks, dude. Oh, you, you like it yeah. better than my prime ministers of Canada? Way better. <laughs> <laughs> no, I dig that. That's one of the cool things when I first got into the, some of the DC Direct is like the Greg Capullo bats and the Capullo Superman New 52 look. But then you could also go back and you could get like um, the designer series. I can't remember that one run when it was Batman and Superman. Um, really cool art style. I oh, forgot Jay the artist. Yes, yes. They had yeah, those figures my- too. Yeah, my buddy just bought those this weekend. And it's cool because it's like not it's everything so cool. appeals to everybody, right? Like, yeah. it's like, oh, did you get these Jay Lee ones and stuff? And I know he's like a huge fan and he's kind of yeah. buddies with them too. I was like, oh, no, I, uh, I didn't mess with figures back then. I didn't want to say that. <laughs> not, not my bag. But... Now he knows. Now he knows, knows. you've been outed. I know it's a busy week for him this week, being a uh, holy week. So I'm hoping that yeah. he doesn't get a chance to listen to this. Uh, this you got one more week of friendship, and then it's over. <laughs> that's right. Jay Lee costs us everything. Yeah, there you go. No, that's pretty crazy because I'm just thinking. You remember? I don't know if it was it artifacts that really leaned into the Artie Granoff Marvel stuff in about three, four years ago. You can see them really. They're not the six inch, but they're kind of more of the statue s things. But they really leaned into that artist styling. And totally. Was, yeah, with it was the a black and gold Iron Man and stuff. That's yeah. right. The Thor, the Cap. Yeah, even exactly. the Marvel now, the Marvel now stuff, eh? The Marvel the, now because they did Cyclops. a lot of the X, the Cyclops, X Men. They did a whole yeah. X Men run there. They did that the Magneto, and that's kind of the yeah. that's the first. And it again, it's not a six inch line, but it really leaned into a stylization mm. of a figure. 
And I really like this. Even doing it like, yeah, just a line where you have like the celebration series of artists. Like that is really cool. Man, I'm digging it. I'm digging it. You're hired. (laughs) (laughs) Job secured. Yeah. All right, Troy, man. What what are you throwing? Yeah. (laughs) Troy, what are you throwing on the pegs? You know, what's what's gonna be your first thing you throw out here for, for the consumption of the masses? Well, I guess I'll start off with, um, with I'm a Vader guy, obviously, so I'm going to start off with Black Series Vader. But what I want to do here is because, um, Tim, you brought it to our attention, the Black Series line is kind of stepped up in price yeah. for some odd reason. They're like 32 bucks here, so I feel like we should get more bang for the buck. So what I wanted to do is uh, basically start this line off with uh, Battle Damage Vader. And this is going to be the Charles Soul run Vader. The Vader, year one, you can oh, even dub him when he takes on... That, that Jedi that's in exile there, um, who'd have a remo- removable legs, because at this point, uh, Vader has like some battle damage, the cape's torn up, his legs are showing some of the robotic gears going on, so you could take that leg on and off, but then you're thinking, well, if he takes his leg off, how are you going to pose him? Well, that's the next thing, because they're charging more money now for these things, we should be getting some kind of crop stands for these Black Series figures, so you could have Vader with this cool like water effect. There's a really cool image of Vader taking on the Jedi, you can see like, mm-hmm. the water rising, so if you could pose them on there, you could have the leg on or off. You could do a lot of cool posables with this figure. But I feel like having the crop stands, much like the Marvel Selects do, would really add a lot to the dynamic of some of these figures. And especially if you're paying more than a Marvel Select, I, I see why they, I don't see why they can't do that. So I think there's a lot of cool things you could do with a Vader line. You could have the cape detached. You could do the helmet coming off. You could maybe even take off some of the arms. But you'd also come with that cool, like, um, like that practice droid pulse saber that he borrowed off the other like practice droid yes anybody that's read that charles silver one knows exactly what i'm talking about so yeah man and it'd be a cool look it'd be a different look than every other vader line that we've seen out there anything i've never seen a battle damage vader out there at all so Dude, a lot of fun the thing that i love the most about that is mm-hmm. all the figures that we've seen have stuck to the film and mm-hmm. doing a vader from the comic book run would be something else like come on like or even thinking of something along the lines of when he was fighting ahsoka and you got that smashed across the face like Mm -hmm. i love that idea is taking giving us a vader like we've never seen him before that is such a good idea i freaking love that man yeah Yeah, that'd be a lot of fun oh there's two figs i would definitely (laughs) more than two figs that i'd definitely be putting in my pocket (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> Holy moly. All right, Sanjay, man, where are you taking us on this journey? Where are you taking oh, us on man. this? Uh, let's construct some sort of action figure. Yeah, man, this is a tough act to follow. I kind of wish you did go with the prime ministers because then, like, my next <laughs> question or my next answer would not be so, like, so much pressure. Um, you know, I, I this isn't, like, a specific figure. It's more of, like, a line. So I thought it'd be cool if you had, like, a very specific line that focused on one character in DC and his entire history. It's the Joker. And like the card back would be something cool, like a fun house or something. I don't know, but it would, it would look cool. And you would have Joker, not only from live action. So you'd have Joaquin Phoenix, you'd have Heath Ledger, Cesar Romero, um, Jack Nicholson, um, even like the guy from Gotham, um, Jerome or whatever his name was. Jerome, yeah, Cameron, and uh, Cameron. but then you'd also have like the was that Cameron Monaghan, I think, was his yeah, name? oh, 
Yeah. His name was Jerome, and his last name was Monahan. There's a lot of Flames connections in there. <laughs> That's the actor. <laughs> the, the actor's name. Uh, okay. <laughs> um, and then I'd also do, like, the animated stuff. So you got, like, Batman Mask of the Phantasm, Batman animated series, um, when they updated his look in Batman and Robin. And then you'd also get, like, the comic books and all the different iterations of Joker that you've had throughout the year, starting from, like um, – the 1930s 1940s when he looks like um that the man who laughs and then all the way up until you know you get great capullo's joker and uh, the dark knight returns and all these other like you know series and events where the joker's look is updated and you could even have the joker like um the joker when it's like in a different universe and the joker's like the hero and batman's the bad guy stuff like that and you would just like yeah oh totally yeah like just all like joker stuff and it's just nothing but jokers it would be like it'd be a bunch of jokers and it would just be jokers and they would all like line up and they'd all be like sized appropriately and just be jokers 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 and then you press a button in the back and it plays send in the clowns the song and then... <laughs> so you want the, like the evolution of the joker pack this feels like a convention mm. exclusive for sure <laughs> oh like it would just be like an entire line so it'd be like line one and it would just be like four different jokers and then line two would be like it would be like one live action one animated one comic book kind of thing and then you just let it spread it out because man like like even like joaquin phoenix's joker like there's no obviously there was no action figures for that movie but there should have been i think i you know i think i would have totally rocked i mean i guess you could only get like one figure but why not like if you throw them in this line and you can have other figures. So that's mine. It's, it's a bunch of jokers and they joke around and they're all having jokes and they're joking a lot. <laughs> Give us that, that, uh, that red hood joker too. That'd be dope. Oh, know, absolutely. That long red helmet that he, he is rocking in the early, early yeah, days. Yeah. 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 And you oh, could have joker with the crowbar and he comes mm. with an accessory, mm. you know? Yeah, man. Ooh. I like it, man. Yeah. I like that. Joaquin, I like You could do him like, Dip them in the water and the chain. You get the white on them. Oh, yeah, that's so cool. <laughs> like, that's like, so like, the, like the Robin. Yeah, that's yeah. throwing back to the uh, the Return of the or Batman Returns and all that stuff. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. love Absolutely it. love it. All right, guys, I'm gonna throw I'm gonna throw kind of use Troy's here as a bit of a leverage point because I looked at the same aspect here. You know, it's. We're getting a we're we're paying a lot for Black Series now. I, I want to see Star Wars now. Same price point, but let's let's talk about a build a figure that goes mm-hmm. in for Star Wars here. And you know, we, you know, we're getting through Empire Strikes Back 40th anniversary. Let's let's say three years time for now. We're talking Return of the Jedi. I want a Rancor. You guys all know what a Rancor is. I want a Rancor build a figure. Six figs, all from Jabba's palace, Bib Fortuna. We got the Rancor Keeper, the Twilight Dancer. Let's you yeah. can throw, hell even throw in another a repack of a Boba Fett so I can actually open it here. But each piece <laughs> comes with a very large chunk because the Rancors are very big beasts, right? And mm. you look at the beasts that they've released, that the packs. You know they had the Tauntaun and all that that I've got, and so they they've released quite a few of those. But the scale for the Rancor is quite a bit bigger, and that would speak to six eight figure type release. And I'd be I'd be down for for just assembling a nice big scaled Rancor for this Return of the Jedi line. Getting some of these figures like Bib Fortuna, let's let's do this. I, I'd even be happy with a a repacked Han and Carbonite 
Ooh, as a yeah. figure too in this line to give you that that rancor piece to finish it kind of that whole jabba's palace idea and so Dope. like i'm thinking about this i'm like yes rancor build a figure let's fill out jabba's palace and let's let's freaking go with that like i think yeah. that's one thing and i agree with you troy that's one thing that black series is missing that in the mcfarland line that marvel legends does in in even even the selects and all that disney selects or whatever they're called now diamond selects they they give you a bit more on the accessory space. Mm-hmm. Star Wars is pretty lean on what they give you. Even some figs have hand swaps, but there's not a lot of extra stuff. And that's the thing I love about Marvel Legends is it's you know your hand swaps, head swaps. Like even a head swap in a, a Black Series would be cool. We don't we don't really get mm-hmm. many if any at all in that space. I think just the mall and the um, the previous Sidious. On the on the, uh, the yes. throne, those are the, only ones. Yeah, the barely uh, any though. Yeah, the Amazon exclusive. Mm-hmm. Um, so stuff like that is what I want to see more of. But let's start it off. This is what I'm going to put out there. I'm going to yeah. do a the first build a figure run. It's going to be a rancor, big ass head digging rancor, it. digging it with the bone <laughs> and everything. Oh yeah, oh, man, the bone for be, sure. Because we could get another Return of the Jedi Luke too. Like you yeah, could, we could give us that other look. There's a yeah. lot you could do. Well, just oh, man, and just thinking yeah. of like the Jabba sail barge, like who's on there? Like even yeah. if you like to, to to cheapen out the line a little bit, you just do a repack of R two with the the catering stuff on his head. Um, yeah. You could go super deep with that. There's so many characters and so many Tons. figures that you could do in that that space, and it would be you'd have no problem. Even if you want to make this over two lines, like I think you could yeah. do that and really yeah. build this thing out slowly. So that's that's mine. That's my my first one here. I'm gonna throw it there. So, Carlos, man, what else? What else do you got for us? Uh, you know what? This will be one that Troy will dig for sure. I don't know how many other people would jump on board, but I would love to get like a nice, high quality, good, well sculpted, well detailed Michael Jackson line. Oh Have, yeah, like, man. yeah, man. off the wall. I'd totally be down. Take him through the thriller era with. Like, oh. the, you gotta hit the Billy Jean, the beaded, and the thriller look. Change your head oh. into the into the zombie, maybe, or just have a separate zombie variant. Um, a werewolf, take, yeah, yeah. werewolf chase figure, oh. werewolf build a figure. Yo, yeah, oh. yeah, and then take him, yeah, take him through bad with the bad look, the way you make him feel, smooth criminal. Oh um, man. Through dangerous and yeah, I think you could do some awesome stuff with a like a killer Michael Jackson line. I like I kind of looked at the Hot Toys when they put them out, and mm-hmm. none of them were quite right. To be honest, uh, Playmates did a pretty cool set of dolls, and they um, instead of going for the hyper real look like Hot Toys did, they gave it almost like a cartoony look. But the figures are super nice. They're the nicest Michael dolls I think I've seen. And so it's something in that space where you get a talented sculptor paired with a, an artist to come up with something that would translate well into plastic. And yeah, I think it would be an awesome little line. Like even if you just do it through their fan club or whatever. But uh, yeah, I, I would love to have that. And you can probably I can see Troy drooling from here. Yo, you know you have all my money right now. I'm thinking of like just accessories alone. Like you're talking like right? Club 54, um, um, not Billy Jean. Smooth oh, Criminal? Man. Smooth Criminal, dude. You can have him with the hat, with the hat down low. And then you do a head swap without the hat. You could have the gloves. There's <laughs> so much you could do, man. The way you make me feel. All, oh, man, accessories would just be nuts for this figure. Yeah. Oh, dude, amazing. that's huge. 
and you <laughs> even <laughs> got a give me a pack oh. too, like a like a big pack with like the victory tour, him and his brothers. No. Money. Come on, man. <laughs> Nobody wants Jermaine. Nobody wants Jermaine. <laughs> He's like the double pack figure. Yeah, exactly. You could add like Janet for Scream. He's, oh, he's Janet God. would be awesome. Right? You know, it's yeah. funny you mentioned that. I was actually listening to You Rock My World, like one of his like last songs that he put out. And I was like, man, this song is like incredible. Like we kind of just slept on this song, but like it is fantastic. Like it's one of my favorite Michael Jackson songs. Well, that, that, that was awesome. I remember because it was the comeback because Michael Jordan came back. Yeah. And then Michael Jackson came back. So I thought right? it was so cool. All the MJ was coming back at that time. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. I had yeah. the I have the album, man. So good. So good. I love that idea. That's, ah, that's another good one, man. I love I love that like slight deviation away, but it just yeah. still, still fills that space. Yeah, man. Yeah, you know, right. you could even do Captain EO, Disneyland exclusive. Oh, oh there it is. <laughs> you need oh, with the, all the uh, friends by yeah. George Lucas. Oh. Yo, man, and you <laughs> need the Sega Genesis game, Moonwalker. Yeah, Moonwalker. Oh, yeah. Love oh, that game. Oh, yeah, wow. that can so go into your good. EB Games exclusive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the 8-bit version. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Troy, man. What, what else are you bringing yeah. to the table for us? Carlos just like hit you over the head there. I know yeah, you're a bit flabbergasted, I but... <laughs> I got nothing on that. Uh, so I'm just going back to uh, to basics here. Marvel Legends. Uh, I really don't have much for Marvel Legends. This is the only one I think I have because I really feel like Marvel Legends have just been doing a standout job. They're incredible. But we could always use more Cyclops figures. So I'm going with the Grant Morrison Cyclops um this guy basically i just want to get more head swaps with this character so i want like the the optic blasts i want him with the glasses i want different hand accessories much like the um the mezco mm-hmm. is the mezco mafex sorry mafex figure they have a lot of different stuff but the cool thing with this one i want to see hasbro do more of is uh, a jacket swap so this character Ooh. throughout the comics he has a jacket with the yellow x but sometimes he has it unzipped sometimes he has it zipped so i feel like you could give him two jackets one jacket being zipped up um and you're kind of thinking well how the heck would you put that on the black widow figure from infinity war she has a cool kind of like green jacket that she wears but it gets buttoned at the side i feel like you could do something like that with this figure so you could kind of put the jacket on and then just you know basically stick it together on the side or you could just give him an open jacket much like the star lord from galaxy of the Gar- or guardians of the galaxy so oh, you yeah. can give him that kind of jacket too. So just a kind of cool way to switch it up the look so you can kind of just rock him different ways. But main key point for me is just the different optic blasts going on there for Cyclops. So um yeah, that's basic figure, but that's what I need. I need that I like Cyclops. It. I like yeah. it. Yeah. I, I like I like changing <laughs> up the accessories a bit. It's, yeah. Um, and doing yeah. something a little different in that space. Because it gives you a little bit more dynamic range in these figures too, right? As far as posability, yeah. figure photography and all that. Exactly, man. It's key. Ah, Definitely. beautiful, beautiful. All right, who is going? Is it me? Is it me or Sanjay? I can't remember what order we're going uh, in here. Whoever wants rock, Sanjay. paper, scissors. Sanjay, Sanjay, it's rock, all you. paper, scissors over. Let's paper. Scissors. I chose rock. I chose scissors. You're up. Oh, crushed you. <laughs> all right, what do you else got um, for us, man? So, uh, so <laughs> you know, I'm I'm going into Lego. I don't dip my toe into Ooh, Lego very much, I but like um, and I'm also going Stephen King. And I think that, you know, there would be perfect melding would be the Shining, the Overlook Hotel. I think that would be fantastic, right? Like, can you imagine this huge set? You could have, like, the elevators. You could have room 237. You could have the dining hall. And you could have, like, the outside with, like, the snowcat. 
and like they even have like the figures and who's your mini all figs? the mini figures. Oh, the mini figs, Jack, Wendy, and um, oh, man, Danny. what's the boy's name again? Was that Danny? Danny, Danny. yeah. I, yeah. Danny, yeah, and you could have even like uh, the the caretaker who comes in. Oh man, just so many different figures, and you could have like the snow cat as the vehicle that they escape in, and it, it would just be man. I think it would look really cool. You could like open it up, and then you could build it. I think this would be a tremendous figure. Like Stephen King, millions of fans around the world, and Lego. This would be like a Lego adults one obviously because kids aren't really out there watching the shining but uh man i think this would be really cool i I, you know i might even um i might even build it and then suggest it in that lego like website where you can put your own own designs where they vote on it so i'll have to first off get a lot of lego and then find a way to make this (laughs) master builder (laughs) man yeah Yeah. man (laughs) oh that would that would be cool i'd like to see that on display because you know lego has been doing a lot of big set type piece stuff and so mm-hmm. lego i think is now broadly recognized this is just not for kids right it's they've got that those master builder sets like there's no kid that's building the however many thousand piece millennium falcon that you know fit on you know your dining room table so though that's the potential for stuff like that is definitely there and i think there's definitely an audience for something like that like they just did the stranger things house with the upside down it's an incredible set uh, wow, and it was crazy expensive too, yeah. wasn't it? Well, Lego is stupid expensive. Like you either pay your mortgage or you buy your Lego set. Like that's the <laughs> options that you have these days with some of that stuff. Um, like that that Millennium Falcon was upwards of a thousand bucks. You know, it's which is insane, absolutely insane. They just did that Star Destroyer too, which was crazy, crazy expensive. Um, that's uh, like, but. Something like that, yeah, I could definitely see that, Sanjay. It's very, very cool. Lego should make like live action or like live to scale houses. Just get like really big bricks, and you can like always design your house. And then if you get bored of like a room, you can just take it apart and redesign it. Yeah, like fifty grand for a house, all Lego bricks. Cinder blocks, man. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's keep this thing rolling here. I'm gonna throw some my some ideas here. I'm gonna go into the Marvel Legends space as well. Now. Marvel Legends really picked up in the MCU with Iron Man 3. There is this really limited Walmart-exclusive Marvel Legends pack for the Avengers, which had the, the, the original six Avengers there. And so what I want them to do, or what I want to do as Hasbro here, I'm going to give us a four-pack. I'm going to give us a Hulk, Thor, Hawkeye, and Black Widow original Avengers four-pack we've got the iron man we've got the captain america that have come out in the last year or so i need to make that that fig photography of the of the, the six original avengers standing in a circle there you yeah. know ready to go against the chitauri and i want to see us in a four-pack they did an age of ultron thor pack with these figures with uh, it was actually banner thor hawkeye and black widow uh, but it was an Amazon exclusive. It was pretty difficult to get, and it was pretty expensive out the, out the gate. But I'd love for them to do a four-pack where we could revisit the Avengers because it's it's a space in time, kind of pre-Avengers, where we don't have that many action figures, at least in the Marvel Legends line, that are done to the quality that we're getting them now. So Avengers four-pack, and if I'm throwing out packs here, I'm going to throw it has to be an Iron Man 2 two-pack. I want that suitcase armor. 
Oh yeah, man. and I want them the to be suit- suit. yeah the, the suitcase armor either with a racing suit or with a whiplash kind of that whole scene yeah that they've got um, yeah. and throwing back to those two movies because we don't have that's those some of the biggest gaps we have in the MCU side of Marvel Legends is from those movies 14 go forward you know even the the iron man 3 stuff it came out in almost those toy biz looking card backs it was pre when we went to the black series marvel legends that more of the box with the the window and all that it was more of your traditional card back stuff and was really that 2014 space with the winter soldier and guardians Mm. of the galaxy which marvel legends really took its form for right now so it's again sticking with the throwbacks that they've been doing over the last couple of years, but giving us an Avengers four pack and an Iron Man two two pack. That's something I would like to throw out there, and that's something I would definitely do if I was a designer. Oh, that we need a shot, man! Could you imagine? Oh yeah, it'd be amazing. They're just doing that in Funko Pop form right now. They're slowly releasing them as like a connected thing. But imagine seeing yeah that weed and circular shot. Amazing, oh, oh, amazing. Man. Carlos, sorry, you were saying there you'd like to see that big Hulk. Oh, the Incredible Hulk from Oh the yes, Hulk. exactly. Yeah, hundred oh, yeah. percent. It's like, a that's best looking design, man. Look. Yeah, hands oh. down. Hands he's just down. ripped. You, oh, he's yeah. ripped. He's got like the cool, like kind of Gary Frank type face to him. And, yeah, like, oh. the long kind of hair, well, longer hair. You know, emo is yeah. kind of, but yeah, it looked good, man. No, yeah, I really oh. dug that look. Yeah, that Hulk was wicked. I, I don't yeah. mind the abomination either, to be honest with you. So. Hey man, if we're throwing them out there, I'm I'm happy. I'm happy to fill that space. And like it's it's a fa- it's a phase one figures truly that we don't have a huge representation of, um, and that's what we need more of. We got we're getting we got a few of them over the past year or so with the 10th anniversary line, but I I'd, lo- I'd love if if it were me in that space, I'd definitely put in a bit more focus, especially as we had these delay in films and all this being pushed out. Let's let's switch gears here and, and fill in some of the holes, and it's phase one that you're gonna fill those holes in. So, uh, yeah, that's what I'm doing here. So I'm not sure how many guys you guys got or how many rounds you guys got in you, but I've got a, a, at least one more here. Um, Carlos, what are you thinking, man? Uh, you know, what? I got a couple more. One of one of the ones that my boy gets no love, and I brought him up at the beginning of the show. I'm tired of my man being just the accent in the Spider-Man line. Like, we've four <laughs> waves in the Spider-Man. We'll throw you a Daredevil. I want, like, a deep cuts Daredevil line. Nice. I want him oh, with... Man. With the black pajamas and the headband, I want him in the OG yellow and red. I want him in the red. Give me an Electra. You know what? Even give me a Foggy Nelson, Matt Murdock <laughs> two pack with Matt rocking a little ba- battle damage. Like Whoa. I think you could do some cool stuff with that. Have the Kingpin as your build a figure, and uh, yeah, that's I-, I want a proper Daredevil line. Like, I don't want him to just be the accent in the Spider-Man line like he always ends up being. <laughs> like, like the animated series? <laughs> yeah, totally. He, that's always what he, he ends up being. It's like, oh, shoot, what else can we do? It's like, well, uh, let's, let's do Ned Leeds and uh, let's, do, uh, let's do Daredevil. <laughs> I'm digging, yeah, man. No, I, I, I feel that. I feel that, dude. So you say Netflix line because you said the Build-A-Figure um, Kingpin. Are you talking comic accurate? Oh, comic accurate, I think. Okay, cool. Yeah, cool. Or the Ben Affleck like, movie. Yeah. No, I, you know what? I don't. I actually don't hate that movie. I, yeah. But yeah, no, I'd. Uh, I wanted to be comic line kind of thing. Yeah. So. Yeah. So you're I talking think... like John Romita black pajama suit, right? Uh, yeah. Or it... like I think I think was Frank Miller again? did it first. Frank was yeah. it Frank Miller? Okay. 
I'm yeah. just I'm just trying to think. I, I have very specific memories of I don't know if it's JRJ or who it is that, that did it, but there is a run there, I think one of them drew Daredevil in the black pajamas, right? Oh yeah, it's come yeah. back a few times. And even yeah. Netflix used it for the majority of their show as yeah, well. Yeah. But uh, yeah. Get yeah, a new Punisher in there too. That'd be dope. Bullseye? Oh. Yeah. That'd be totally. nice. Totally. Yeah, Punisher, Bullseye. He's got like Typhoid Mary. Even he's got some cool looking characters, right? Electra could fit in there. Stick. Oh yeah. Oh, Stick would be great because that's something that they haven't. Like, there's like you said, there's the Iron Man focus or the Cat focus wave or the Spider Man focus, and then another Spider, and then another. I agree, man. We need to maybe take a dip into some of these characters, like a Daredevil, and do a full set. Way I really like that. That's cool. Yeah, like he's got so many looks. Like he's got that cheesy '90s, like the armor look that you could yeah. do. Yeah. And then like the Ninja Shadowlands look with the red and black. Like, yeah. Or even just when like all the other characters took over for him, right? And yeah, like Iron Fist Daredevil and you could Peter do Parker, uh, wasn't he the Heimdall Daredevil for a while in uh, that yeah War of the Realms, man? War of the Realms, yeah. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, with the sword. Was... I, I I hate to say, but I even have the Walgreens uh, yellow and like, the old school yellow and red costume, Marvel nice. Legends. Yeah, yeah, man. It's... yeah. It's tacky as hell, but I mean, it's, it's very <laughs> cool. Yeah, <laughs> that, that was the that was his look back then. Part of the That's his look. Yeah, man. No shame. He didn't know what it looked like when he was putting it together. He cut That's the true. guy a break. Yeah, <laughs> this feels about right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you know, I've spent a ton of money so far and I feel like I'm going to continue to be spending it here. Troy, what do you what do you what are you putting on the bags for me here? Oh, all right, man. We're going to be spending a little bit more money on this one and uh and you kind of hinted at it actually. You, you mentioned something, so I'll I'll let you all know. Um Hot Toys, man. I'm going Hot Toys. Oh. And I've been saying, I've been saying for a long time we need a Soka Tano Hot Toy. Disrespect that we don't have one yet. So, the time is now more than ever. Um, we get Ahsoka, basically, um, the Rebels Ahsoka, so she's an adult, which would just scale a lot better than the kid version. Um, she would come with the optional white tunic, so you could still scale her and make her look like the end mm-hmm. of, uh, Rebels look, like the Ahsoka white kind of, oh, kind of look beautiful. going on. Um, but what she would come with here is, uh, and Tim mentioned it, which is funny enough, is a Darth Vader battle damaged head. So mm-hmm. you'd get like the, the accessory would be a, a Darth Vader head that has like the half Anakin, half Vader, but you would most likely have a Vader spare Vader so you could swap the head. So you could actually have those two battle it out. So you could reenact that uh, twilight apprentice. Come on. It just looks so cool. You got her with the white lightsabers, putting them in the cross Vader one handed, you know, swinging down at her. It would look so cool. And then another accessory, you would get the MRI, which is like the Mortis owl for anybody that watched mm-hmm. the Mortis arc. Soaker and the and the sister are kind of tied. So you get that owl just thrown in there. Obviously you get multiple and multiple different hands, um, you know, the articulation would be pretty nice on this character, but um, man, you really don't need much when it comes to Ahsoka. I think that rate alone by itself would sell. So I would love, love to get my hands on that. And you could carry that all the way. You could scale it with the Mandalorian now that we know what we know. Um, mm-hmm. You could have the Rebels line. You could have the season finale of Rebels. There's so much you could do with this version of Ahsoka. And again, you could have her go toe-to-toe with Vader. Oh, it'd look awesome. Man, that head sculpt would be unbelievable to see in oh. hot toy form. Unbelievable. Yeah. Oh, do you go Rosario Dawson? Yeah, yeah, it's tough. TV? Yeah, I guess we'd have to see, right? We'd have to wait for her design because we'd have to base it more off her look. So yeah, she'd be so. like, yeah, definitely. Oh, cool. yeah, yeah, it's big. That's it's funny because I just this weekend opened up my Ahsoka Tano Black Series figure. 
Nice. I, I cracked open all the Rebels figures this, and I got it all posed up. And yeah. it's even that figure is great. And so I can't good. imagine scaling up and then adding the detail to it that you get from the Hot Toys. Woof. Jeez. Yes, sir. All right, Damn Sonny, it. man. Lay it on yeah. me. What do you What do you got? All right, man. So this one is a little bit different, but uh, it'd be another line of action figures. And this would be something for movies that haven't even come out and probably never will come out. And these are DC's canceled projects. So a lot of them had concept <laughs> art. Okay, so you had concept art of like Justice League Mortal, um, concept art of Superman Flyby, Superman Lives, um, I'm thinking Green Arrow, Escape from Supermax. And I think it'd be really cool if you took the concept art and you gave us figures so that we could visualize and see like what these actors or what these people um, would look like as the characters. Like some of them haven't even been cast, but you know, a film like Justice League Mortal, it was completely cast, all the costumes were set, never came out. So something like that would be really cool to get the entire Justice League and see what they would look like, just basing it off the concept art and the actors and actresses cast in the roles. Nick I Cage Superman? Really cool. Nicholas Cage Superman, I would love to see like they have like the costume and how it looks and you know, if you ever seen the documentary by the late John Schnepp where he talks about um, the death of Superman lives and they showed him at like the final costume. And you know, it doesn't actually look that bad. I, you know, I really wish that movie would have came out, you know, Carlos <laughs> is shaking his head there, but you got to remember when this film came out, you're comparing that Superman to Val Kilmer's Batman. You can't really compare it to Henry Cavill's um, Superman. So Carlos looks like he's I think throw that... up on the microphone. <laughs> No, man, I think that would have been cool. That would have been dope, man. Was that Superman meant to be a continuation of the Reeves, or was it just its own Superman? I think it was like its own, but it was like going to connect with the Batman universe, right? Like it was going to – Kevin Smith said he wrote a scene where Superman dies, and then like in um, Gotham – like something pops up where it says like Superman's dead, and then there's like Batman. I think it was like Val Kilmer or George Clooney – at the time would have like had a line or something and then he would have like attended superman's funeral okay yeah yeah cool i dig like it that. man though like a, like an army yeah. hammer uh batman from absolutely That'd be yeah man cool yeah right like That's i don't know like how logistically it could work but like something like that would be super cool and like they already as i said they already had the concept art so it wouldn't be like they're just pulling stuff out of midair and I think there'd be like this fascination to see like what it would look like. Cause like you see like people cast and then you just like, they just never got a chance to play the character. So even like, um, um, Joss Whedon's wonder woman, you know, I'm sure like at that stage, they probably had some designs cause the script was done. So I'm sure work was done on that or like Batman triumphant, um, to see like what Joel Schumacher's Harley Quinn would have looked like and his scarecrow. So, Oh, yeah, that's about that Marlon Wayne Robin right over his Oh shoulder. yeah, absolutely oh, right. Yeah. That's another yeah. one. That's a totally yeah. another one. Or yeah, a Billy D is Two Face. Oh, that's right. Yeah, interesting. <laughs> I, I like the concept of it for sure. It's yeah. it's yeah. definitely a different take on a figure line, which uh, ah, very cool, man. Very cool. Very cool. Yo. All right, so I got I got I got definitely got one more here, and then I think we'll do one more around the table to cap this one off. So I'm going oh. back. You guys heard me talk a few weeks ago about Jurassic Park. You know, this oh, is yeah. this is one of my wheelhouses here. I need this full six inch line of 
Jurassic Park figures. I know they've started to do bits and pieces of this. There's a John Hammond exclusive that was, I think, at San Diego Comic-Con maybe last year. And But let's bring on that full. Give me Ian Malcolm. Give me Alan Grant, Ellie Sattler, all the figs, man. Dennis Nedry, full Wayne Knight look like. I want <laughs> a full, beautiful, scaled-up line of Jurassic Park. You know, that, like, if you want to get me into heavily into another action figure line, it's that. And I believe, I, I truly believe there's a lot of people that would, that would dip their toes into this. And even if you want to give me a few of the dinosaurs, the velociraptors in scale with that, oh, come on, man. Like, that's, if I'm going to make a figure line, if I'm going to dip my toe, it's going to, it's going to be into something like that, that just, it, you know, hits that nostalgia piece for me, but it also puts it into these scaled collectibles that is, definitely my wheelhouse mm-hmm. oh that that's that's Would where i'm do, going man uh, first film or all films first film would be the the main concentration i'd i could you could dip into lost world a little bit but yeah. uh first film is definitely i think where you, your bread and butter would be you do vehicles oh man hell yeah <laughs> yeah. I remember that Jeep, man. Give me that, that green, so that cool. green Jeep, or the red, yeah. and, the red and gray Jeep. I got them literally both yeah. right here, like sitting right next to me. Oh man! Um, in the from the scale three three quarter inch version, but yeah, right. full six inch line. That's what I'm looking at for Jurassic Park here. Nice, nice. Uh, like, so. They were they were hinting at doing like they were like the amber collection or something. Yes, and you threw it in the DM. You're like, just a little. I think I want to say there's an Ian Malcolm in, in there as well. Um, for some reason, I remember you pointing me at it and me being like, Oh no, I'm in big trouble here. So I don't time ago. Yeah, it was a while ago. And there was that John Hammond exclusive that was at a con this past year or in 2019. And so I thought they were going to, I thought they were going to do it. So maybe there is plans to still do it. And maybe I'm just unaware, but hell that's, that's give it to me. Six inch Jurassic park line. Woof. So all right, Carlos, let's, let's take this home. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, you know what? To piggy, to piggyback on your nostalgia, it's going to be a Street Fighter line for me. Love Ooh. that game growing up, and I would love to see them do each game proper. So you do Street Fighter Two Champion Edition, and you do the characters, and the characters would be reflective of the art from that particular game. Then you do the second line would be Super Street Fighter Two with the new challengers, as well as doing that base set of characters in the art from that game and then so on and so forth through alpha through street fighter three third strike but always having a focus on capturing that art style from the individual games like i know there's been street fighter figures here and there um but never or at least to my knowledge like a full robust line that just focused on the look of the game they've typically kind of dipped into like the uh, the comic book type looks and yep. or just like concept art, but yeah, I think something like that'd be cool and keep them a bit smaller so they don't get crazy expensive. Right, um, like those those Street Fighter figures, they're always they're always tempting and they're always just breaking the bank. So huge, yeah, huge. <laughs> yeah. Would you throw in a, a section for the movie? No, no, those those, <laughs> those can be with your. Your uh, Nicholas Cage <laughs> Superman figure, so, <laughs> with with those yellow stickers, they can all be in one <laughs> one section, <laughs> ready to go. Man. Hey man, Nicholas Cage was good in Teen Titans Go, as Superman. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. 
<laughs> Very cool, and give me give me some of that uh, that Zangief Blanca. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly, Zangief, exactly. Like some of those figures before, it'd be oh. so cool because so so many of them just had like the different body types and whatnot. So to oh. capture the the art style for yeah. each of them and. Like Capcom did a good job changing them up, right? Yeah, so, they did. Well, and it's it's interesting too because like Street Fighter Two, man, like that's I'm not a gamer, by in any single way, but I played that game to death. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. It was yeah. just it was that thing in our formative years, right? Like, yeah, it was. just imagine if we invested all the money we plopped down into that game. Oh, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah. dope. No, I dig that a lot. Oh man. man. Do you guys remember, I don't know, this is like off off target, but uh, do you guys remember like back in the day, like video game stores when Street Fighter came out would have like tournaments and stuff where you're like, you'd go in and like, you'd like play and you'd battle and like the winner would get like a gift certificate or something. Like, I remember just like walking around the mall and just like joining tournaments because like there was no online play. There was no like cool. gaming like at the time. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Or arcade tournaments too. Like that was even like back further. But yeah, totally. Yeah, man. <sighs> Awesome. Awesome. Days. All right, yeah. Troy, man, what do you, what do you got for us in your last your, If you're designing something, man, what, what are you putting out there? Yeah, man, I'm going to the McFarlane line. I've already talked about it earlier. It's the 80th anniversary of the boy wonder. We don't have a legitimate figure. So <laughs> I would want a dope classic Dick Grayson Robin in the yellow, red, and green, um, highly articulated figure. Um, as a little Easter egg, I give him one hand accessory. That's like a chop look. Just to kind of you know pay homage to um, <laughs> to the superpowers, but the cool thing that I would do here is he'd come with a head swap, and that head swap would be the Jason Todd head. So you oh. can get two out of one. So you can get your Dick Grayson, but you can also get your Jason Todd. But the Jason Todd head would have the ripped up mask, similar to um, Death and Family. So you can kind of reenact that look. So he looks like the Jason Todd that's been blown up and beaten to death from the Joker. You can even come with a spare cape, so it's like ripped up. So just so you can get more bang for your bucks, you're getting two figures for the price of one. So I think that'd be a kind of cool look. You could scale him with every other Batman figure that's out there. Since it's a kid figure too, you could even go back and scale him with like your DC Direct or your DC Collectibles line. Because I know that McFarlane is in that seven-inch scale. But like I said, because he's a kid, he'll be smaller. So you could scale him with all these cool figures out there. So for me, yeah, it would definitely be the Boy Wonder. Um, Tim, Tim Grayson, or sorry, Dick Grayson and um, Jason Todd. Yeah, you're solving That's your own yeah. problem there of the, the the getting your hands on that Robin. <laughs> yeah, <exactly>. <laughs> <laughs> I really yeah. like that. Awesome, man. Okay, Sanjay, man, last figure, yeah, last man. last design. Right. Well, last design would be another line based on movies, but these are movies that actually did come out, and these are the first four Batman films. And I want like updated McFarland figures, Ooh, and yeah. specifically focusing on Batman himself, but the villains as well. Like updated Riddler, like Jim Carrey's Riddler, Tommy Lee Jones, Two Face, Catwoman, Penguin, Joker, you know, Mister Freeze, Poison Ivy, Bane, like, and like you have like the Robins. I mean, there's so much. Like these things were so toyetic, and you know, they the last two especially were basically just giant toy commercials. But we're not done with the toys (laughs) yet, right? Like the toys came out in the '90s and the films came out, sold like crazy. All those people now are our age, and they now are like, hey, when they look at the store and they see that line again, that nostalgia is going to kick in again, and they're going to be like, yes, hell yes, I'm going to buy, you know, 
I don't even know, George Clooney's Batman or hell yes, I'm going to go buy Michael Keaton's Batman or even Bob, throw in, you know, Bob the goon. He needs his own figure again. <laughs> well, it's, it's funny. Bring you say it that. all back. Cause I had so many people message me being like, do you know how much time after I listened to that episode that I spent Googling Batman returns figures and trying to find them on eBay. <laughs> right. <laughs> so so you've got, you've got the market sitting on a gold mine, right? They're sitting on a that gold mine right now. Me. Yeah, <laughs> we drove up the cost to find those figures again. Yeah, we did. <laughs> yeah. It, they should have it. If you show your original figures, you get like twenty five percent off or something. That'd be great. <laughs> uh, I love I love that throwback line to kind of that era. We spent a ton of time talking about that a few episodes ago, and there's a lot of fond nostalgic memories. Just yeah, give me some weird Batman too, some gold Batmans and Safari give me, uh, Batman. Give me Drew Barrymore and Batman Forever. <laughs> So, why, yeah, sugar and oh, spice. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> no, why no. not? Oh, uh, there must be a market for it, though. You look how many Michael Keaton Batman's everybody's scrambling to put out because, like, Mezco just did yeah. one, and mm-hmm. yeah. So it's. I think you're onto something there, Sonny. Yeah, definitely. There it is. That's Maybe huge. a genius. All right, all right. I'm gonna take us home here, guys. Um, I'm going yep. back to my dude Cap. And yep. there's there's a few figures. I talked about the MCU figures. I'm sticking with the MCU here. I want a two pack. I need the two last unproduced MCU Captain America outfits or uniforms. We're going to do a Star-Spangled Man with a plan cap. And we're also <laughs> going to be doing the World War II cap. Now, last year we've got the World War II cap with his brown jacket on and his, and his kind of army helmet on. But we're going to right after that when he gets that first Captain America, the same suit he wore in Warner Soldier as well. When he goes back to the museum, pulls that. Give me a two-pack of that. Star-Spangled Man and that World War II cap. And that finishes off the line of Captain Americas for the MCU Legends. Um, I really want both of those, especially for whatever reason, I have this weird soft spot for the Star-Spangled Man with the plan cap. It's uh, And I want it almost... <laughs> I, exactly. And it's got to look, especially the mat, it's got to look like almost clothy too. Like they've got to <laughs> do some nice sculpts there to make it not look like a, like a hard mask. Like it's, it's gotta be that man. Even have like him punching Hitler. Like it's great. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be amazing. Absolutely. Brilliant. That That's where I want to uh, cap it off with because uh, yeah. I've got every other single representation in the MCU of that figure, except for those two. And so that that's be, the first thing probably I do when I'm talking the MCU and getting action figures out there, but I'm a little bit biased. I think perfect two pack though, man. Like perfect. It is. Yeah. Both from one Love movie it. And, yeah. yeah that's great. Oh, guys. Yeah. I tell you what I thinking about this for the last week or two, putting down some thoughts and now hearing it, I can tell you if they gave us a license, we could make some serious cash here, mm. but we'd also spend most of it buying back the figures that we've produced. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Asbro, if you use any of these ideas, just hook us up with a case. Yeah, just yeah. a case or two, a sponsorship, if you will. doesn't mm. matter. <laughs> All right, guys, that was a ton of fun. I really needed this episode. I really needed to kind of break this down and talk some action figures. You know, project, maybe put some of that in the universe, manifestation, if you will. Let's see what we can cook up here. Let's see what we can put into the universe, see if it gets produced um, one way or another. There's going to be a ton of plastic for us to collect, whether it's our, just our fantasies here or the stuff that's actually coming out that we've discussed in a bit of detail. And we're hoping to get our hands on here in the future, looking at the movie slate, ever evolving. We're going to keep our eyes on this, guys. And as always, man, we want to make sure you guys are out there staying safe, staying nerd, consuming comic books, movies, whatever. Let us know. 
hit us up on Twitter, hit us up on, on email, let us know what you guys are doing as we're all here enjoying a bit of that downtime as best we can, putting it to good use. And let us know what you guys think on figs, man. What do, what do you guys want on the pegs in the future? What lines would you love to hear announced at New York Toy Fair, San Diego Comic-Con, or anything, celebration? Let us know by hitting us up on email at thenerdram at gmail.com. You can always find us on Twitter. You can uh, find everything that we do over the nerdroom.net or well as starscommonwealth.com. You know, all our episodes there, including our Bird of Prey review from last week, our toy episode from a couple weeks ago. A lot of people had a lot of fun with that dipping back into nostalgia. Maybe even cause problems at home because now you're eBaying some figures that uh, that we all want. <laughs> Ninja Turtles, <laughs> Batman, whatever. We talked about it all. And, guys, we're going to be back here next week, as always, talking nerd. Before we round this episode out, we got to give a big shout-out to our man, Rob Wade, who endorses this podcast over to Emotionally14.com. Head over there and check out all the other endorsed podcasts. And, guys, it's it's been a, been a crazy, crazy few weeks, um, both personally and professionally. And I'd like to thank the three of you for, for spending the time with me to talk nerd. I know you guys enjoy doing it, but it means a lot to me that we do this. And everyone listening out there, I hope you're staying safe. hope you're staying nerd. And I want you guys to continue to come back, interact, and have some fun with us breaking down nerd. Um, as we all get through this, this relatively difficult time during uh, this Black Swan event. But, guys, with all that being said, we are going to be back next week talking nerd. I don't know what we're talking about, but there will be discussion nonetheless. So, with all that being said... For the Nerd Room, I'm Tim. I'm Troy. I'm Batman. And I'm Sanjay. He sure is. All right, guys. Thank you very much for entering the Nerd Room. This has been a Nerd Room podcast production. You can find our hosts, Tim, Troy, and Sanjay, on Twitter at TheNerdRM, TroyTheBoy87, and Sanjabi. For more content from the Nerd Room, check out TheNerdRoom.net. And don't forget to subscribe to the Nerd Room on iTunes, Podbean, Spotify, or wherever you plug in. Be sure to head over to StarWarsCommonwealth.com to find more podcasts from the Star Wars Commonwealth Podcast Network, including Talk Star Wars, Tumbling Saber, Generation X-Wing, Road Squadron Podcast, San Diego Saber's Radio Podcast, Retro Inc., and the Sandcrawler Podcast. Follow the Star Wars Commonwealth on Twitter at SWCommonwealth and take your first steps into a larger world. <laughs>